The Last Flame Written and read by Lisa Osmond There once lived a young girl whose name was Annie Norton. Annie lived in a cottage in the woods and because she didn't live in the nearby village with all the other children, they made up their mind she must be a witch. The children were cruel and when at school they would call her names, even when walking back home they would throw stones at her. One dark and cold Halloween night, some of the children from the village decided they were going to play a prank on Annie. Four that were brave enough started the dark walk through the woods. The moon glistened that night and cast shadows as they walked past the ancient trees. An owl was hooting in the distance and the only other sound was the cracking of the fallen branches as they quietly made their way through the winding path to the cottage. The path was very narrow and they could only walk in single file. As you can imagine, none of the four wanted to be at the back, so beforehand they decided to pull straws. The one with the longest would lead the group, guiding them with the lantern, and the child who pulled the shortest straw would be at the back. The child at the back was very scared and struggled to see the light from the lantern. Suddenly, she felt a hand fall across her mouth and was dragged away from the rest of the group. Trying her hardest to call out to the others, she fell tumbling to the ground and then in one fell swoop was lifted into the air. A net-like feeling covered her whole body and no matter how much she wriggled, she couldn't seem to escape the clutch of the invisible net in. From the light of the moon, she could now see her captor. It was a giant spider web. Suspended high above the trees, she watched as her friends carried on to the cottage. The friends, careful of not making a sound, continued quietly making their way towards the light. The child at the back, unaware that their friend was no longer behind them, suddenly felt a tap on his shoulder. Ignoring it a couple of times, he eventually said, Why are you tapping my shoulder? The only reply came from the leader who told him to, Shh! They walked on for a few yards and the tapping started again. Knowing that he was unable to talk, the child decided to turn his head and was of course shocked to find that his friend was not behind. He stopped and for a few seconds waited for his eyes to adjust, just to make sure that the dark was not playing tricks. Scared, he called out to his friends. She's gone, he cried, but there was no answer. He turned back around to call out to his friends again, but when he did, there was no one. Heart pounding, he started to run as fast as he could, desperately trying to catch up with his friends, shouting all their names, asking them to, Wait! Stop! Out of breath, he stopped running and realised that not only could he not find his friends, but he hadn't got any nearer to the light of the cottage. We're nearly there. I can just make out the outline of the cottage, came the update from the child at the front. Remember, keep deadly quiet. The two remaining children silently made their way towards the cottage. 
the faintest of sounds could give the game away and they had come too far for everything to be spoilt. Suddenly, out of nowhere, the wind started to blow, the branches on the tree swaying from side to side. In front of the child, who was left at the back, leaves started to whirl up in front of him, just like a mini tornado. Covering his face, he tried calling out to the leader, but just at that moment, a leaf blew right over his mouth and attached itself like glue. As he raised his hand to try and pull away the leaf, a gust of wind flung his arm out of the way, so forceful that it almost felt like it was going to be detached from his body completely. Why weren't his friends helping, he thought, his only hope? Just then, the tornado transformed into a wall of leaves and a second later wrapped itself around him like a camouflage blanket. As the remaining child approached the cottage, he could see the light that was guiding them. But it wasn't the light from the window or the glow of the indoor fire, but a single lantern like the one he was holding, resting on the trunk of a fallen tree. He turned around to his friends and seeing they weren't there and thinking they had all run away scared, he called out, You lot are all chickens! As his words echoed around the woods, at the same moment, the flame of his own lantern blew out. The only light now was in front of him. Slowly, he started to approach the fallen tree. He could see that the nearer he got, the light became dimmer. Are you there, Annie Norton? You're not scaring me with your trickery. No reply came. All was deadly quiet. The child decided that it was probably time to head back to the village. He was already thinking of the stories he would boast about when he got back. He would be the bravest in the village, the one who single-handedly played a prank on the Witch of the Woods. As he turned to make his way back, he soon noticed how dark it was and would need to use the lamp. As he reached to pick it up, the fading light just about illuminated the outline of the cottage. He couldn't believe his luck. Even though it was late, the child had to at least peer in the window, see for himself what Annie Norton, Witch of the Woods, was doing on this Halloween night. As he approached the cottage, the front door creaked open, flooding the forest with a warm amber light. It was as if somebody enchanted him, because the boy without fear walked into the house, and as he did so, the door slammed shut. The cottage fell dark, and the forest, once again, was deadly silent. Later that evening, the villagers sent out a search party, frantically looking out for the four children. They searched for weeks, but eventually gave up hope that they were ever going to come home. Legend says that Annie Norton once wrote a story about the children during an English lesson, recalling the fate of the four pranksters. So... Next time you're walking around these woods, maybe look out for the giant spiderweb hung up in the trees, the sound of somebody running behind you, or a big pile of leaves that look out of place, and the distant flickering light. Are these the remains of the four lost children? <laughs>